Hello, survivors. It's Joe. I didn't get on here yesterday, I don't believe. Well, anyway, narcissism, everything. I sound a little excited because I am. I still have the narcissistic hives from hell. And then in my head, even. And then I heard of someone else talking. There's people getting eczema. I'm not even sure what that is, but it sounds like hell because you're itching, she said. Itching, itching, itching. I'm just even thinking about it. It's just miserable, but. And I know why the strange, weird feeling. It's called trauma bonding. Trauma bonding. There's another one. Incredible. These friggin' narcs. It's incredible. Well, I hope you guys are doing good. Don't have any narcissistic hives going on. Uh, the vertigo goes better. I did a little bit of acupressure. I didn't go to the doctor. I guess I was wrong about the date. So, trauma bonding, um, it's a Stockholm Syndrome, heard of that one? Oh, when I, I got on here a little bit excited here. See, and it's only been a month, right? I'm not sure. On, it's these damn narcs everywhere, lurking. And the, well, I don't know, the night must have been Saturday night. Anyway, I watched... I don't advise this. Okay, something about the narc is... I had it in my head that my narc could be a sociopath from what I watched. Not just pulled it out of the blue on my own, but... Anyway, and that got me where I didn't sleep too well. And I woke up punched in the air. Punched out in the air and... Which just made me feel silly. I wish I... Goodness. But yeah, sociopaths. My mom used to look in the cupboards for... So, well, creepy crawlers, she called them. And then later, she was a sociopath. She was an RN, a nurse. Charles Manson gang. She called, I'm mean, like five years old. She used to get us up and make her go get in her bedroom. Shut the door and cover, she'd put furniture in front of the door. All four of us, kids. And I'm the youngest, so I'm probably soaking up all the, I don't know, but it was, I got scared of that. Freaking creepy crawlers, sociopaths. And then they hive steal. This is silly. Thank God I have company every Sunday. And, well, I mean, for sure it's a plan deal, but it's so I'm still going through it. And I thought I was gonna be able to skip right through the, the narc's web of crimes against humanity. I think we should stick to that. It is incredible. They they are committing crimes against humanity, really. And you can't you can't you can't put people in jail or Looney Tunes or excuse me, you know, like they're. See, they're people. They're demonic. Okay, but they're, what they're doing is crimes against humanity. I don't believe this guy is even out and about. And that's no joke. And I told you, we, I met him in 97. How he got back in my life in 2016, I don't know. I'm not going to ask. But uh, apparently, because he thought I dumped him. Which is strange. Because I, you know, I've been studying like a nut. I hope I don't turn nut. I do. I want to be an almond. But anyway. Uh, yeah, the years. Spooky. And I'm 54. So he's like 62. I just want to be in denial of that river there in Egypt. Because uh, we were nothing special. I have no idea if, why he got, how he got back in though. So it's like over my head, under my feet. And that trauma bonding thing's got me in a bit of a fog. Especially with the narcissistic hives going on. Look at that, I said narcissistic really good. 
Anyway, got on here and just yabbering away, but it is, I'm writing too, so it'll be more clear. It's probably way more clear than me, but I'm fascinated by this. Too bad I know one. There's a reason though, it has to be, but... Okay, well, hey, glad you're here. I hope you have a great uh, non-narcissistic day. I'll be back, okay? Thanks for listening, and I'll be less excited... I am blown away by that. I just recently heard something about the revenge today. So, thought I'd get on here. Because my last episode, I must have deleted it. Probably scratching one of my hives or something. Dropped my phone when I went. Who knows? Anyway, glad you're here. Peace. Love yourselves. Love each other. And don't say hi to the narcs. Just keep walking, okay? See you after a while. Bye. Peace. Joe, hello survivors. Um, still having a few symptoms. Yeah, got the hives. Got the hives. And the vertigo. The vertigo too, but that's nothing to do with the narcissist. I don't think. So they go to the doctor tomorrow. But the hives were miserable. Awful. And I know someone else, another, any other lady that happened to her. I was hoping... That sounds horrible. I assumed it was maybe high blood pressure. I'm 50 something now. And nope, not that. It's uh, stress, they said. Cortisol. Anything new in your life, they asked me. Oh, no. Just, no, not at all. Didn't want to go into it. There's shame left over. I don't know if any of you have that. I sure do. Unfortunately. Kind of keeps you stuck sometimes. One foot up, one foot in front of the other. So, this episode's just me telling you that I got the hives and that the, the narcs didn't win. But they're still out there lurking, looking, lying in wait for their next, to pounce on their next prey. It's just disgusting. I believe they know right from wrong. Think about it. How do they drive cars? They don't run into the mountain every day, do they? they crash. They know right from wrong. They don't understand, like, like mine says thank you. Sometimes at appropriate spots, he does. But he had to learn that. He doesn't have any idea why he's, why he's saying it. But he knows it makes things smoother. It's just, it's bizarre. Let's see. They and they have the same pattern, exact same pattern. They practice it. So you have your the love bombing, where they said, usually they say things you've never heard before. You, you deserved, we, we deserved it, but they just, we didn't have a covert narcissist say it to us, or over, it doesn't matter. Uh, I said, I'm just playing fun, I am a very, I use humor a lot, but we, they said, they said things we just, we just fell in love with it. And it was all bullshit, right? Because <laughs> it was a persona. Um, that, that part bothered me. And let's see. And they, and they put you on a pedestal. And it's to get whatever they wanted from you or whatever, you know. And the, the hunt is their big thing. Um, once they get you, once they get whatever it is, um, hunt you down. And they sometimes start to, uh, the, the next one is uh, the, 
Let's see, so it's idealize. That's where your love bombing comes. And then the next one is to devalue. So they're going to start devaluing you. Like, uh, making you think you need to change. I actually asked mine what I need to change. Oh, nothing. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't think you need to change anything. But you know what I'm talking about. Um, if you're a survivor. And if you're in it right now, I don't know if it started there, but if you're in it, get out as fast as you can. I'll help you. Let's see. Devalue. And then discard, which that bothers me. That word discard. As if a mere mortal could discard something. A human being. Made in God's image. No. You can't do that. That's just... And, and that word is to me worse than, worse than like... I mean, more profound than throw away or toss. So to your narcissist... Bunch of syllables there. To your narcissist, um, they just love that They love knowing that... Oh, they're discarding a human being. Be a thrill out of it. Let's see. And oh, by the way, yes, on my second podcast, I hope I did it right, but I started to tell you that mine, and then I forgot something. Mine didn't. He always he didn't drink. He made a point to let me know that, and he played the guitar in a band. Like I said, I only went out with him maybe three or four times. Never kissed him. Um, so he didn't drink. And since, so fast forward, here we are, 2016 till now, there were things that made me think he does something. Maybe drinks, maybe. So I guess that is, that's a commonality. They do sometimes, they're closeted when it comes to addiction or alcoholism. And don't get mad at me, narcissists, you covert narcissists out there. Because it says you guys might be closeted homosexuals too. Big deal. I'm just saying what's there. I don't know that for certain. I'm just saying. And you know we love you. But stop doing your evil stuff. Crap. Don't don't just stay alone. You can be alone. Whatever. Read a book. Write a book. Leave human beings alone. Crimes against humanity. And you, mine, should be in jail, but I chickened out. Okay, here we are. So closeted addict, alcoholic, homosexual. Um, and mine by the way, and another commonality is they uh, can't stand they just don't like certain uh, communities and one's the gay community. Lesbian gay, all that. And a lot of experts assumed it was because, you know, somebody wouldn't want me. How dare them not want me, like, say, a lesbian, right? Well, I'm not so sure it's not this closeted thing they've, you know, hence, since discovered. And, let's see. Oh, I found this interesting. Um, we have the covert and the overt. Somatic and cerebral. And then you have in the uh, covert narcissist, which, as you know, is the uh, the more dangerous of the, of the two. And that many of them wind up in prison. Um, you have the failed, failed, F-A-I-L-E-D, failed covert narcissist. And the other one was, oh, what was it? I can't remember See, aren't I just lovely? It's only been... (laughs) I'm going to make excuses. Closeted or failed? Okay, so you have failed. No. (laughs) Oh, well. Shoot. I can't find it. I took a few notes. Do any of you guys have handwriting so bad you can't read it later? Huh. Let me see. You have closeted, which is an addict. Alcoholic. And then you have... There's one that was, is that the fail? And there's failed too. 
I'm really failed. I'm just feeling like a failure right now. But my all things narcissism, narcissism, all things survivors. That's what it should be. Anyway, so there's two types of uh, covert too, and uh, well, and they can be a combination of. By the way, we need to start. Uh, you guys, I think it's a great idea. I've started it now, and I used to do it at night, but since all the new happenings, I do it in the morning. Smile, and uh, if you could, think of three things at least. Say it out loud, or write it down, or both. But I say it out loud. Three things you're grateful for. It's, it helps neuroplasticity. By the way, neuroplasticity—they've, <laughs> you know, what has been the last 50 years, they've really discovered it. Because so we can re, we can uh, re train our brain not retrain we can grow new neuroplasticity in our brain so we can relearn and um, heal some damaged areas so practice gratitude smile while you're doing it or, you know be happy and then as you go through you have a negative emotion it's 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 a call for change it's not something that you just need to leave lying around and then include your path to replacing that thought because that's uh it's gonna it takes time i'm not one of those uh bad habit people negative thought and so i and it's i haven't got it mastered yet not even close as soon as i catch myself though i acknowledge it and then i replace it and then deep breathing i learned from it's a chinese maybe chi i typed in chi but I, the video just came to me maybe two weeks ago. So you, you know, it's about our second brain. You need to Google it or YouTube it. But it's basically you nine nine deep breaths with your tight chest chest tight and your hands. Say your your back like that. You're tightening your arms up here by your shoulders and your elbows are back and you're really tight there in the chest. And you hold that and you're smiling the whole time. And then you bend over and kind of sway back and forth. So you're. Uh, is it your, well anyway, your spine and your lumbar, and you just kind of sway. It's your second brain, and it really does make a difference. Is it chi, the Tao? It's, it's fascinating, the double brain, and I can't remember the name of these people that knew about this like 3,000 years ago, um, but it made it, it makes a world difference to me. Feel, feel incredible, and lots of water. If you wake it, I Googled how to wake up with the most energy, the quickest, Oh, probably nine years ago, if Google was around. I don't know what. It, I mean, I know it was nine years ago, but whoever, whatever search engine, it was water, and it said you'd be, we'd get addicted to it. It's true. Your mouth gets really dry. But I drink lots of water from the first time moment I wake up. That's how you have to start it out. It takes a little while to get used to it, but not too long. And then, boom! Not only helps gives you energy, it helps with weight. And another one is apple cider vinegar. Start with the water though, and just drink a half cup of apple cider vinegar. You can do it with lemon, honey. Just cut up some uh, thinly sliced ginger root. It's good too. I've gone to just do my the vinegar because I like the taste of it. If I need to, I put a little hot water in it, a bit of honey. But it's really, really good fat burner. Belly fat gets rid of. But it helps you with neurotransmitters because all our neurotransmitters come from our gut, our gut, our belly. And uh, that's a, a detoxer. There's no nutrients in it, but it detoxes crap out. Okay, survivors, I don't know what I got done other than reaching out to you. I appreciate you listening. Okay?
narcissism, all things narcissism. And this is Joe. Okay, tell you, talk to you next time. Love yourselves, love each other. Come back and we'll learn and together. Okay. Until then, take care. Peace. Hey, it's Joe. Hello, survivors. Um, still having a few symptoms. Yeah, got the hives. Got the hives. And the vertigo. The vertigo, too, but that's nothing to do with the narcissist. I don't think. I go to the doctor tomorrow. But the hives were miserable, awful, and I know someone else, another, any other lady that happened to her. I was hoping, that sounds horrible. I assumed it was maybe high blood pressure. I'm 50 something now, and nope, not that. It's uh, stress, they said. Cortisol. Anything new in your life, they asked me. Oh, no. Just, no, not at all. Didn't want to go into it. There's shame left over. I don't know if any of you have that. I sure do. Unfortunately. Kind of keeps you stuck sometimes. One foot up, one foot in front of the other. So, this episode's just me telling you that I got the hives. And that the the narcs didn't win. But they're still out there lurking. Looking. Lying in wait for their next... To pounce on their next prey. It's just disgusting. I believe they know right from wrong. Think about it. How do they drive cars? They don't run into the mountain every day, do they? they? Crash. They know right from wrong. They don't understand, like... Like, mine says thank you. Sometimes at appropriate spots. He does. But he had to learn that. He doesn't have any idea why he's, why he's saying it. But he knows it makes things smoother. It's just, it's bizarre. Let's see, they and they have the same pattern. Exact same pattern. They practice it. So you have your beloved bombing. Where they said usually they say things you've never heard before. You you deserved. We we deserved it, but they just we didn't have a covert narcissist say it to us. Or over, it doesn't matter. Uh I said, I'm just playing fun. I am a very, I use humor a lot, but we, they said, they said things we just, we just fell in love with it. And it was all bullshit, right? Because (laughs) it was a persona. Um, That that part bothered me. And let's see. And and they'd put you on a pedestal. And it's to get whatever they wanted from you or whatever, you know. And the, the hunt is their big thing. Um, once they get you, once they get whatever it is, um, hunt you down. They sometimes start to, uh, the, the next one is, uh, the, let's see, so it's I- idealize, that's where your love bombing comes, and then the next one is to devalue. So they're gonna start devaluing you, like, uh, making you think you need to change. I actually asked mine what I need to change. Oh, nothing. I don't, know what, I don't know what you're talking about, and I don't think you change anything. But you know what I'm talking about. Um, if you're a survivor, and if you're in it right now, I don't know if it started yet, but if you're in it, get out as fast as you can. I'll help you. Let's see. Devalue, and then discard, which that bothers me. 
that word discard, as if a mere mortal could discard something, a human being, made in God's image. No, you can't do that. That's just, and, and that word is to me worse than, worse than like, I mean, more profound than throw away or toss. So to your narcissist, bunch of syllables there, to your narcissist, um, they just love that. They love knowing that, oh, they're discarding a human being. They get a thrill out of it. Let's see. And oh, by the way, yes, on my second podcast, I hope I did it right, but I started to tell you that mine, and then I forgot something. Mine didn't. He always he didn't drink. He made a point to let me know that, and he played the guitar in a band. Like I said, I only went out with him maybe three or four times. Never kissed him. Um, so he didn't drink. And since so fast forward, here we are, 2016 till now. There were things that made me think he does something. Maybe drinks, maybe... So, I guess that is... That's a commonality. They do sometimes... They're closeted when it comes to addiction or alcoholism. And don't get mad at me, narcissists, you covert narcissists out there. Because it says you guys might be closeted homosexuals, too. Big deal. I'm just saying what's there. I don't know that for certain. I'm just saying. And you know we love you. But stop doing your evil stuff. Crap. Don't, don't Just stay alone. You can be alone. Whatever. Read a book. Write a book. Leave human beings alone. Crimes against humanity. And you, mine, should be in jail by chickened out. Okay, here we are. So, closet addict, alcoholic, homosexual. Um, and mine, by the way, and another commonality is they uh, can't stand, they just don't like certain uh, communities. And one's the gay community. Lesbian, gay, all that. And a lot of experts assumed it was because... You know, somebody wouldn't want me. How dare them not want me? Like, say, a lesbian, right? Well, I'm not so sure it's not this closeted thing they've, you know, hence, since discovered. And, let's see. Oh, I found this interesting. Um, we have the covert and the overt. Somatic and cerebral. And then you have in the, uh, covert narcissist which as you know is the uh, the more dangerous of the of the two and that many of them wind up in prison um, you have the failed failed F-A-I-L-E-D failed covert narcissist and the other one was oh what was it I can't remember see aren't I just lovely well, it's only been <laughs> I'm gonna make excuses Closeted or failed? Okay, so you have failed. No. <laughs> oh well, shoot. I can't find it. I took put it your notes. Fine. Do any of you guys have handwriting so bad you can't read it later? Huh. Let me see. You have closeted, which is an addict, addict, alcoholic, and then you have. There's one that was. Is that the fail? And there's failed too. I wrote it down. Just feeling like a failure right now. But my all things narcissism. Narcissism. All things survivors, that's what it should be. Anyway, so there's two ki- t- types of uh, covert, too. And, uh. Well, and they can be a combination of. By the way, we need to start. Uh, you guys, I think it's a great idea. I started it now. And I used to do it at night, but since all the new happenings, I do it in the morning. Smile and uh, if you could think of three things at least, say it out loud or write it down or both. 
I say it out loud. Three things you're grateful for. It's, it helps neuroplasticity. By the way, neuroplasticity, they've, you know, what has been, the last 50 years they've really discovered it. Because So we can, re, we can uh, retrain our brain, not retrain. We can grow new neuroplasticity in our brain. So we can relearn and um, heal some damaged areas. So practice gratitude, smile while you're doing it. You know, be happy. And then as you go through, you have a negative emotion. It's, it's, it's a call for change. It's not something that you just need to leave lying around. And then include your path to replacing that thought. Because that's, uh, it's gonna, it takes time. I'm not one of those, uh, bad habit people. Negative thought. And so I'm, and it's, I haven't got it mastered yet. Not even close. As soon as I catch myself, though, I acknowledge it and then I replace it. And then deep breathing. I learned from, it's a Chinese, maybe chi. I typed in C-H-I. But I, the video just came to me maybe two weeks ago. So you, you know, it's about our second brain. You need to Google it or YouTube it, but it's basically you nine nine deep breaths with your tight chest chest tight and your hands say your your back like that. You're tipping your arms up here by your shoulders and your elbows are back and you're really tight there in the chest and you hold that and you're smiling the whole time and then you bend over and kind of sway back and forth. So your uh, is it your well anyway your spine and your lumbar. And you just kind of sway. It's our second brain, and it really does make a difference. Is it chi? The Tao? It's, it's fascinating. The Del brain. And I can't remember the name of those people that knew about this like 3,000 years ago. Um, but it made it, it makes a world difference to me. Feel, feel incredible. And lots of water. If you wake it, I Google how to wake up with the most energy, the quickest. Oh, probably nine years ago. If Google was around, I don't know what it was. I mean, I know it was nine years ago, but whoever, whatever search engine. It was water, and it said you'd be, we'd get addicted to it. It's true, your mouth gets really dry. But I drink lots of water. From the first time, moment I wake up, that's how you have to start it out. It takes a little while to get used to it, but not too long. And then, boom, not only helps, gives you energy, it helps with weight. And another one is apple cider vinegar. Start with the water, though, and just drink a half cup of apple cider vinegar. You can do it with lemon honey. Just cut up some uh, thinly sliced ginger root. It's good too. I've gone to just do my the vinegar because I like the taste of it. If I need to, I put a little hot water and a bit of honey. But it's really, really good fat burner. Belly fat gets rid of. But it helps you with neurotransmitters because all our neurotransmitters come from our gut, our gut, our belly, and uh, that's a, a detoxer. There's no nutrients in it, but it detoxes crap out. Okay, survivors, I don't know what I got done other than reaching out to you. I appreciate you listening. Okay, narcissism, all things narcissism. And this is Joe. Okay, Telly, talk to you next time. Love yourselves. Love each other. Come back and we'll learn and together. Okay? Until then, take care. Peace.